Hi podcast. Hi podcast. Hi podcast. It is twelve thirty six p.m. on <laughs> the eighteenth. <18th. laughs> I was like, is, "Is she gonna keep going?" No, I had nothing. I just wanted to share. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode forty four. Yeah. Which is going out on the twenty third. Of this month? Yeah. I think that checks out. Yeah. Did we really already... Wait a minute. (laughs) Does it not check out? That doesn't check out. We did two last time we hung out, which was last weekend. And we had to skip 42. Which means that episode 44 actually goes out on the 30th of this month. Okay. Um, So everything is like one day behind. I see. Then we thought. I was like, there's no way we've just, we've already uploaded. (laughs) Yeah, we saw each other a week ago. (laughs) We recorded too. So we just couldn't have run out. That math doesn't check out, baby. So I did lie. It didn't check out. (laughs) It didn't check out. You said numbers. I was like, yeah, seems right. <laughs> seems seems fucking legit. <laughs> How are you? Good. Has um, anything interesting or fun happened since the last time the podcast has heard from you? No. Fuck you. <laughs> I am... I, something interesting did happen. I am spending the summer in... Arizona. I almost said Arkansas. Arizona. To catch prairie dogs. <laughs> it's, it's just a weird way of, like, to catch prairie dogs. Yeah, no, I'm a, a lab assistant. Our crew. Yeah. Field crew. You're doing awesome, interesting work. But the way you summarize it as catching catch prairie, prairie dogs. No, I'm just what out are you in gonna field do with chasing them? prairie dogs. That's it. It's my oh. whole job. So is, like, your crew studying something specific? Yeah, my TA is actually the the leader of the crew. I don't know if I can say their names on here, so I won't. But <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, probably not, because that can be traced. Yeah, so especially because research is being published. Um, yeah. But it's three of us. It's three girls, and we're going to uh, camp around Arizona and study different groups of prairie dogs. Which, of all things to study, why the fuck are you studying prairie dogs? I don't know. I think it what was benefit already, do like, they have to society? I think, like, there was already um, research being done. Like, the school had already had kind of stuff set up. So, mm-hmm. my TA having to do, like, graduate stuff kind of mm. just filled in so with are her they, own like, research. Are they... Is she going to be the head researcher Uh, on y'all's paper? Are y'all sponsored by, like, a professor? We're sponsored by a professor. I have not had the professor yet because she's higher-level courses. Mm -hmm. And I've not met her yet, but (laughs) I will meet her. You're just, like, blindly, like, yeah, I'll I'll take some prairie dog's blood for you, ma'am. Yeah, no, she talked about it the first day of class and was like, uh, if anyone's interested, and I emailed right after class, I was like, that sounds fun. Tell me more. <laughs> and now I get to go. 
weren't you competing with another girl too yeah i never met her i have no clue what her name Uh-oh. is or who she is <laughs> i have no clue i have no information on her damn well congrats on beating them out thank you <laughs> i hope i didn't like i hope their dream wasn't to work with prairie dogs <laughs> i totally just like squished that for him <laughs> slid in because you were like that sounds cool yeah i was just like that sounds like a good summer do you know job. do you know how they decided between you and the other girl they i met with both of the other people going so i ta mm-hmm. and the other girl um and did like interview kind of it was more like chit chats we got yeah vibes yeah it was just hanging out had coffee um Mm -hmm. and just talked about like in general what goes on and like how a day goes and jobs that you have to do out there and just like getting to know each other too so i think a lot of it was was just from that and then i like i have i have no other information so i don't know if like the other girl had a conflict or something Mm. and couldn't be there the whole summer and i could I was just curious to like if you were like an upperclassman or something and you got precedence or whatever. Um Yeah, I have no clue. I find her. Find <laughs> yeah. this girl. For some reason I think she was also a sophomore. Mm. But I, I can't I don't know that for sure. But for some Imagine reason I think it was another sophomore. The plot twist is that you guys were sitting next to each other in class the entire semester long and neither of you knew yeah, it was the other. And oh <laughs> no, just the first class was Zoom. It'd be so funny if it was like, yeah, my like someone who sits in the lab with me. Yeah, it was like they never knew. You had no way of knowing. How would they know? They're gonna know. How would they know? <laughs> yeah, they turned to me and they're like, "Man, it really sucks. I like missed out on this huge opportunity, and I have to sit there and just be like, yeah, that really, that sucks, man." <laughs> Prairie dogs? What the fuck are those? Never heard of them. <laughs> you just play dumb yeah but yeah but that means you're gonna be gone for the entire summer oh yeah that does have ramifications to the podcast we're gonna fix it though we're gonna work it out but it probably it most likely means we'll take like a month off i think that we could also do like three episodes a month instead of four yeah like we're, so we're gonna do some weird scheduling space it out a little so we not just disappear for a month yeah nah <laughs> But we're going to work it out so that hopefully we won't be going out with ep- without episodes for too, too long. Yeah. Because you're literally going to be gone for 10 weeks. Yeah. It's a, it's a while. Yeah. It's not like I'm going away for spring break and we're like, shit, the podcast's dead. <laughs> like, it's like, no, um, this is a 10-week vacation. Yeah. It's a little bit longer than spring break. Have you told your parents yet? Yeah, I I thought you meant about spring break. I was like, I'm <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah, they know. <laughs> um, yeah, they because it's been a a process to like mm-hmm. figure out all the details. So they've been been no. Yeah, that's so exciting. I'm very excited. You're really just gonna disappear. Yeah, I'm just gonna run away to Arizona real quick. You're gonna have to up your Instagram game. I know. You start like flexing <laughs> on all these people from high school that you're a lab assistant in Arizona working with prairie dogs. It's gonna be so many prairie dogs on my like, Instagram. It's only prairie dogs, and each of them gets uglier. Like, 
it's not like cute little prairie dog pictures no it's, it's like the we're living in the fucking pictures. trenches like <laughs> yeah only share pictures of us like primitive camping and not the ones where we're like in these <laughs> in, like nice an airbnb, AirBnB. <laughs> roughing it in the wild in <laughs> researching prairie dogs but yeah damn so much research yeah I'll get ahead mm. on my podcast research. <laughs> you to- come back with like 14 episodes written. Yeah, no, it's just all there for me. On the bright side, before you leave, though, we'll have like a lot of pre-recordings. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll effectively get a break. And I can bring like, I can't bring my desktop, obviously. <laughs> no, bring it. Um, Because we have to move like every weekend. Um. But I can bring, like, my laptop and iPad and stuff. So mm-hmm. I can still do, like, like I said, research or edit TikToks and stuff like that. So I, why well, I can't do the podcast part of the podcast, mm-hmm. I could do other things that yeah. help the podcast. So I won't be completely gone. You'll be here in spirit. You'll still be in the Discord. And Send us Prairie Dog pictures. Oh, my God. We'll make a new little channel. And it's Emily's just Prairie, Prairie Dog pictures. Emily's I will. Prairie Dogs. Um, and we'll just talk about your research. I totally lost my train of thought again. Today, I found a Prairie Dog with schizophrenia. How do you <laughs> what know I just... has schizophrenia? It's something in his blood. Tell us everything. Like <laughs> Today, I found a Prairie Dog that had hepatitis. It's fun. Like, it just, every day, it's just like <gasps> your moved. blood samples. Oh my god, Adam's moving. He's asleep in the background of Emily's video, so I just see a blanket, like, convulsing. I think he's rolling over, maybe? I think so. Or just getting situated more. He's situated. (laughs) Sleepy boy. No, he came in after class and just went to bed. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because he has an early class on Fridays, doesn't he? Yeah. It sucks. But it's, it's the building next to the apartments so after that oh. class he just comes and hangs out because i don't have class on friday yeah why would he go back to his yeah when he can time? sleep right there <laughs> while you record yeah Ooh. Le- Ooh. hello i think i'll just go home oh i was like Oop. intruder oh my god i literally just found a an article from arizona that says arizona prairie dogs test positive for plague like you weren't joking (laughs) when you said the plague no (laughs) i don't think that's specifically what uh my ta is researching but that's part Mm -hmm. of it because we bring a lot of stuff back we don't bring just what my ta needs that's why we we collect the fleas we put them in a little Mm -hmm. vial um, and then we collect blood, and we collect a tissue sample, and we microchip them. So we we bring all of that back, but my TA is not using all of that. We kind of mm. bring it back for the school. Gotcha. Damn. Really did some shit. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut that out. Yeah, that was. Damn. Just... Redacted. Really did some shit. School. Insert school name here. People definitely know where we go to school. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, it's just... <laughs> we can cut There's this part out. There's only a handful it could be. Yeah, and I think a lot of people... Like, we've talked about it in the Discord. Because a couple times we've just left them in <laughs> also. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so if you were if you were like listening as they came out and you caught them before they got bleeped you know you definitely know where we live and where we go to school i think i've successfully always bleeped out our hometowns it's so funny that <laughs> we just don't live there though <laughs> no i know but you you do i i move back and forth between some yeah. places you can't but catch me that's why we we have left names in of like key locations of like parks and stuff that yeah. are near us you can triangulate it you could find us you could find us also i'm sure like don't try don't try we get a fucking message that's our own address <laughs> have you seen the memes it's like when the when the hacker sends me my address but i already I... know my address <laughs> It's not impressive. Should we start? I think so. Yeah, I think we have enough chit-chat. I'll leave the bit in about Arrow breaking in. I, I'm glad. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> What's your category today? Ghost. Oh, this is one of those episodes. <laughs> you have another? Yeah, it's one of the ones without a true crime. Those are always, like, the vibes are always rancid or, like, <laughs> elite <laughs> yeah no no in between they're either they're absolutely always... terrifying and just like yeah. bad bad way to start the day or <laughs> it's some wild stuff yeah okay i have another today that's your hint go <laughs> <laughs> um no, no no so it is a this is a real thing that happened Okay. It's not a conspiracy. Like, we know this happened. Okay. But there are a lot of conspiracies about why it happened and how it happened. Um, it happened in the 1800s. Okay, that took away my guess. <laughs> we have talked about this before. You and me, not on the podcast. Like, okay. You know what this is. I don't know if you're going to be able to guess it, though. Okay, 1800s happened. Lots of conspiracies around it. What happened in the 1800s? You, you covered a ghost that is eerily similar. Oh no, what ghost Only have I covered? Only mine is real. Mm. So you're calling my ghost fake? <laughs> I mean, like, this is not a ghost story. Okay. But okay. it's sometimes called a ghost story even though it's not one. Oh, okay yeah i almost did a ghost that was just that it was like yeah people were like and they might haunt this place but there's no like actual ghost story to the ghost story yeah. it was all the like real life stuff that happened um 1800s we've talked about it and a ghost that's similar is it like presidential at all i know i've talked about Mm-mm. a weird amount but that's a good pre- guess presidents on here that's a really good guess with the hints i gave you is it anything to do with like wars during the time like would it be anything civil war e no no okay but the those historical vibes historical vibes is what we are like where we should be but it's not war pirates yes it is okay yeah (laughs) do you want to get more specific is it like that pirates and samurais and all that could work together no but that would have been a fantastic i think i might do that one for a weird history like an other 
should because i love that so much it was like pirates ninjas samurais uh and cowboys and one other one. i was gonna say cowboys oh yeah because we talked about that during the tombstone episode oh yeah with the birdcage so it's pirates is it anything specific with pirates yes okay okay it's a specific boat oh the flying dutchman no you already did that i know but is it like related no okay what's another boat that i've talked is it the one that disappears the one they just found oh no okay um it but like all (laughs) i was nodding and then i was like no all the people disappear (laughs) off of it yeah i they i think they just found that boat no the i'm doing the mary celeste okay similar so they knew that yeah but i the one you're talking about the didn't the whole boat disappear and then they just found the boat itself yeah all the people yeah. made it back but they had no idea what happened to the boat because oh, they see, mine's the they opposite. got off the boat and were like living on these inhabitable islands of like icebergs oh, pretty much shit. and they somehow survived and the captain like left and got a vessel back to come pick him up and bring him back and no one died but they Damn. had no clue what happened to the boat because they just got off the boat at some point yeah for See, whatever mine's the reason opposite the boat makes it back but no one else does <laughs> nice. no yeah it's a very famous like so we have talked our, about this yeah. yeah it's one of my favorite stories just ever um because like when i used to live in vermont um for those of you who didn't know i used to live in fucking vermont and also massachusetts this happened in massachusetts actually my school had an after school program where you could sign up for like essentially extra classes but they were really like niche and they changed every nine weeks and you took two after school um so like i took a jewelry making class there was one that was incredibly competitive to get into where they made marshmallow guns I did not make it in. I was on a wait list. That's so um, funny. You could take like extra PE where they were taking PE games. And I signed up for a pirate class. As you, know as you should. Fucking interesting that was. We made maps and stuff. We hid treasure around school for the opposite teams. Like we made flags and learned weird pirate history. And this is when I heard that story. <laughs> so. For those of you who don't know, the purpose of this podcast is for me to tell you shit you don't know. Um, (laughs) The Mary Celeste is a two-masted brigantine ship, and it leaves New York City with a cargo of industrial-strength alcohol on November 7th, 1872. So she has a crew of seven people. The captain's name is, (laughs) it sounds so fake, Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs. That is a fake pirate name. That yeah, if I had to make a pirate <laughs> it's name, it's one of those pirate name generators. Spoons would be in there. <laughs> um, on board the ship, also along with the crew, is his family. Um, his wife Sarah and his two-year-old daughter Sophie are part of the seven. Two-year-old. Um, yeah. So they're set to go to Italy to drop off this cargo. And they leave November 7th. One month later, December 5th, a different boat had sailed out of the same harbor on essentially the same route. They were going to a different part of Italy, though. 
um, but they're sa- they're sailing along the same route in the Mid Atlantic. This is the De Gratia. It's led by a man named David Morehouse, also a fake pirate name. Yeah. So he sees the Mary Celeste and recognizes it because they set sail from the same harbor, just eight days apart. And he was also like acquaintances with her captain. So he sees the boat, but the boat isn't responding to any of his flag symbols or like anything. It's not responding at all, which leads him to believe like something's wrong. So he changes course to set sail toward the boat and they find it completely abandoned. I hate it. (laughs) There's no signs of struggle. There's no damage. The cargo is intact. The boat has enough food and supplies to survive for another six months. The crew's gear is still in the hold. They they find personal items. Like, the captain's sword is under his bed. Oh, he didn't even bring the sword? Like, it looked... It looked like they just disappeared um they even find the ship's log but the last date was november 25th 18 days after the departure and 10 days before the boat is found oh the crew has just been sitting there (laughs) his family everyone is missing and they are never seen again (laughs) dang yeah so let's rewind a bit no i'm actually just gonna end the story there that's it yeah that was your half the episode my story now (laughs) okay but we're gonna rewind a little bit so a lot of this is like history so it's a lot of dates and a lot of fucking names i did my best to cut them out because they did not matter that much okay um i tried to make it sound more narrative like but it might be a lot so 1860 the boat is built for the first time it's meant it's built by a in a blah 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 (laughs) A shipyard. Got it. By a man named Joshua Dewis. So it's um, it's built in Nova Scotia. Okay. Um, it's built to be a brigantine, which is a two-masted cargo ship. She's launched May 18th, 1861. She was originally called the Amazon. Um, a month later, she's registered, and her documents say that she's 99.3 feet in length, 25.5 feet wide, and 11.7 feet deep. Um, and had a 198 gross tonnage. Okay. So when she was built, nine different people owned her. Um, Like, they each had a a stock in the boat, and one of these men was Robert McLennan, who was the ship's first captain. Um, He randomly dies. Fun. So on the ship's maiden voyage, he starts to cough like crazy um and starts running a fever there's blood on his handkerchief and he does end up dying oh they don't know yeah. what that was Mm-mm. <laughs> he just dies dude she has a few more voyages until she actually wrecks in october of 1867 um in the cape brenton island she was driven on shore by a storm oh no and like was st- stupid messed up to the point that she was actually abandoned so the ship was just left there for a bit nice Um, but i didn't know that you could buy shipwrecks but you can buy shipwrecks so i'm making a purchase no i like i literally was like that sounds like the most convenient thing ever um but 
she's bought as a wreck and changes hands like a shit ton more times um until she's bought by a man named richard w haynes who does restore her and gives her the name mary celeste okay the boat does not stop switching hands at one point (laughs) it's seized by creditors at one point it's bought and sold some people are buying stocks selling socks um at one point she's actually made bigger with like a whole second deck added (laughs) um but finally the trading debacle ends 10 years later and in the end the boat is owned still by multiple people um with four of the 12 stocks so a third of the boat being owned by benjamin stooner benjamin spooner briggs the, the, the guy, captain the captain the fake captain <laughs> with his fake ass name i feel like pirates like you weren't allowed to be like a ship captain unless you had a stupid name yeah no it was like a checklist yeah spooner, weird name briggs benjamin button um so benjamin is born in massachusetts april 24th 1835 he's a taurus he's the son of a sea captain so he's a dutiful christian who reads his bible regularly in 1862 he marries his first cousin um sarah elizabeth cobb they have two beautiful children together (laughs) arthur in september sophie matilda in october by the high, by the time his daughter is born he has like a high standing in his profession like he's a respected ship captain good for and him it, it's only made better by the fact that like he came from a legacy of captains yeah so 1872 he's like done, so he does other sailing and stuff but in 1872 he takes command of our lady um for her first voyage and he decides that his wife and daughter should come with him nice his son didn't get to come because he wasn't he was old enough to go to school so he stayed with his grandma imagine they're like "Mm, we're going on a cruise (laughs) and you can stay with grandma and go to school literally Um, i'd be so so bad i'd run away (laughs) i'd I'd (laughs) become my own pirate sneak onto the boat still wait yeah that would be so good you just walk out and you're like look who showed up um so benjamin handpicks the boat's crew and in a letter to his mother right before the departure he said he was eminently satisfied with the ship and the crew and told her that they'd be leaving on tuesday adding quote our vessel is in beautiful trim and i hope we shall have a fine passage yeah yeah something happened i don't know i mean the boat was fine (laughs) (laughs) i mean the boat was okay the boat did not sink so but wasn't the boat's problem (laughs) so tuesday morning they're supposed to leave they leave pier 50 and move to new york harbor but the weather was like whack as hell so he decides he's not going to set sail on tuesday and the ship just stays like anchored off of staten island for a little bit longer um sarah uses this delay to write to to her mother-in-law to benjamin's mom um quote tell arthur i make great dependence on the letters i shall get for him from him and will try to remember anything that happens on the voyage which he would be pleased to hear (laughs) and then they disappear (laughs) and then they disappear (laughs) leaving behind one son (laughs) arthur really just 
got abandoned. <laughs> no, literally. It's like, imagine hearing, like, oh, the Mary Celeste is docked in Italy. Oh, cool, my dad. No. <laughs> no. The boat made it without them. Without any of them? Without any of them. Not a single like, person. Boat's fine, so, though, if you want the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, the the boat is preparing to set sail. Um, while that's happening, the DeGracia is in New Jersey. And they're also going to be going to Italy. So the captain is David Morehouse. He's highly experienced, respected. Um, Briggs and Morehouse had common interests, and some writers think that it was likely that they knew each other, if only casually. Okay. Um, like, because they, they ran in the same professional circles. So some other accounts, though, assert that they were close friends. And that they actually had dinner together on the evening before the Mary Celeste was set to leave. Oh. Um, but but this, this story specifically comes from Morehouse's widow. So it's like, is it is it true? Is she remembering it wrong? Um, and that's 50 years after the event. So it's like... Yeah, how... How, how true, Miss Ma'am. Yeah. So... The DeGracia departs for Gibraltar on November 15th and follows the same route of the Mary Celeste just eight, day, eight days later. So, the DeGracia, it's do-do-do-do-do. And um, they're like halfway through and Morehouse is below deck and gets this call from his crew members who see another boat on the water. It's moving erratically, its sails are set weird, and Morehouse is like, oh shit. Something's really wrong with that fucking boat. We gotta help As he them. moves closer, he realizes it's the Mary Celeste. At first, he doesn't see it. Um, and he can see no one on deck. No one responds to any of his signals. And he's like, oh, shit. It's abandoned. What happened? Um, the sails are poorly set. And because they'd been set but open, the condition was kind of fucked up from, like, the elements. Okay. Um, so the sails weren't in the best condition there were also ropes from the rigging that were, like, looped over the side. Um, the main hatch was secure, but the fore and back hatches were open with the covers, like, set neatly beside them on the deck. Um, and okay. one single lifeboat was missing. Oh, so they all went on the same lifeboat. So I'm adding in some more details, yeah. So there's also the glass on the cover was broken for, like, the ship's cover. Um, there's a bit of water on the ho- in the hold, but it's nowhere near enough to be concerning. Um, and then they Maybe find like the ship. Maybe, from ships. rain? Yeah, so it's, like, it. it's not uncommon for boats to take water. And if it had been left for 10 days and it only took that amount of water, it definitely wasn't there when these people left yeah um they find the daily log which is dated 10 days before she's found and the boat's position on that log was recorded nearly 400 nautical miles from where she was found so like drifted yeah it wasn't anchored right no it just drifted for 400 (laughs) miles just she's drifted she's fucking going was Um, she on on track though i guess so because they so it's it's weird because she 
So she is found by the DeGracia, who is setting sail also for Italy. A different part of Italy, yes. But when they were on this log, it's dated 10 days prior, 400 miles from where she's found. So if she's drifting that hard, she's drifting on course somehow? That Yeah. So, or, like, the DeGracia saw her from way further away than we're thinking. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't, like, a graze. Um, the DeGracia didn't sideswipe her. It was like, oh, shit, that's a boat out in the distance. Yeah, like, it a looks speck kind of in the up. distance. Um, but the interior cabins were also neat and in order. So there's personal items still there, including Benjamin's sword. There was galley equipment that was, like, stored away. There was a shit ton of food in the stores. No signs of fire. No signs of violence. But the ship's papers and the captain's navigation tools were gone. Okay. So at this point, it's looking like they departed via lifeboat for some reason. To where also? (laughs) Exactly. And, like, not only that, but they left a shit ton of personal items why like did they think they were going to come back that yeah maybe that or like like could it just not fit on the i mean they already had seven people on the lifeboat yeah and also none of these people were ever seen again that's like (laughs) so it's like they didn't leave and make it somewhere safely i mean unless they were like changing their identities yeah (laughs) we Um. just will never know so, according to maritime law, the person who salvages a boat can get a share of the cargo in the vessel oh. if it's salvaged. So, he splits his, Morehouse splits his crew in half and is like, half of you are sailing the DeGracia and half of you are sailing the Mary Celeste and we're going to Italy. Um, so, it takes them a long-ass time because, you know, it's half of a crew. Yeah. Um, but they do make it safely December 12th and the boat is impounded immediately and prepared for like a salvage hearing okay like like it's going but this hearing shit gets weird oh even weirder somehow because this is already a little weird but it's like a little fishy so it's like okay I guess the biggest question that should be on everybody's mind so far is why did they abandon the boat yeah if it was a in fine condition with food no threats of it's not like a pirate came onto their boat or something and forced them onto a lifeboat like there's no damage the food is intact everything was like all of their equipment intact they just got into a lifeboat and left why (laughs) for funsies literally so another fake name prepare because it's funny so the hearing is ran by this dude. His name is Frederick Sollyflood. Huh? They really were just sticking words together <laughs> to make names at some point. Frederick Sollyflood. Sollyflood. S O L L Y hyphen flood. <laughs> Sollyflood. So, historians um, don't have like a great view of this dude. So one quote is, he was a man, quote, whose arrogance and pomestity were inversely proportional to his IQ. (laughs) 
and as, quote, the sort of man who, once he had made up his mind about something, it couldn't be shifted. Oh, so he was just, like, mean. <laughs> yeah. So, for some reason, the right-hand man of the DeGracia, something about his testimony convinced Frederick that there was foul play. Oh, he thinks they did away with the other guys. Yeah. So he starts ordering, like, these weird-ass investigations to be done on the boat. Um, So he's ordering various examinations. They're carried out by a man named John Austin, who is the surveyor of shipping. He concludes there's not – there was no foul play. There wasn't even bad weather. Like, this boat was fine. There's no sort of runaround. Um. The Royal Navy agrees with the surveyor that there's no no foul play, but Frederick will not let up. He starts pointing out, like, stains on rails and swords and saying they're blood when they aren't. Oh. Um, he, he wouldn't let the ship's cargo be delivered either because a lot of people were like, okay, we'll, we'll deal with the ship, but we still have to get this Where it's going. alcohol. Because it was, it was Italy. It was just a different part of Italy. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were, like, down the street, essentially. He was like, okay, we can deliver this cargo. But he was like, no, it's not happening. The ship's cargo is staying. He accuses the DeGracia of murdering the crew of the Mary Celeste so that they could deliver the cargo and get the salvage money. Okay, bud. Which is, like, a very pompous accusation. Yeah, especially when the blood you found isn't blood. Right, and there's no signs of a struggle, and everybody agrees about it. But he starts to create this, like, insane narrative to the point where, like, newspapers and stuff are reporting on it. Oh, no. Spinning his story. mm Mm-hmm. Like, people start to genuinely think that there's some form of foul play and that David genuinely did do something to this boat and these people. Um he does give up eventually that's and good the, the court orders her to finish finish like finish the voyage um because she's been in gibraltar this whole time she needs to be in a different part of italy but the chief justice of the of the um the hearing is also like not sus but like a little sus because he he makes he's critical yeah um, i mean it is weird Early on in the hearing, also, David had ordered his crew to finish delivering his cargo while he stayed in court. Oh. It's like Which going without ch- him? Yeah. So the Chief Justice was like, that feels a little sus. Um, I mean, why? They had times they had to meet. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It, he, I guess he just... His thing was like, well, that feels a little too casual. Or like they're hiding some, trying to get the boat away because something's yeah. wrong on it. Um, and then his conclusion was that the captain and the crew of the DeGracia would be under public suspicion forever. Oh. Because no one has an answer on what happened to this boat. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. They were mm-hmm. the, they found the boat. Or at least we think. Yeah. So those are the things we know are true. Got it. You want to hear some theories? Yeah, aliens. No, that is one of them. No, I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one, 
it gets worse as we go down so the first one easy foul play yeah a lot of people thought it was insurance fraud oh and that benjamin was in on it yeah that's what i was i remember a story where they that's why there was no struggle because they were all in on it so factually this boat is insanely overinsured oh because of like all the other shit that's happened on it yeah so that's fair the boat is crazy insured and there was a theory that david and benjamin had like con- the, what's the word conspired um together to collect the insurance money which was never collected also but whatever oh because he also um side note after the salvage hearing he did get a piece of the he did get a stock in the boat and a stock in the crew it was just like way less than what maritime law usually would have called for yeah because of how like public the case was and about how weird it all was they didn't want to give him his like what he was owed quote unquote yeah because it would have been a lot yeah um another theory about the foul play was that morehouse lord briggs and his crew onto the degratia and then killed them there so that he could collect the insurance money um and that's why there's no no damage on the mary celeste itself but the thing that's not possible (laughs) oh yeah the logs and the degratia left eight days after her so it's like how they catch up and the degratia was the slower ship so there was no way they would have caught up let alone to lure them onto a different boat to murder them at sea to then sail the boat back to italy with half of a crew to try and make a salvage hearing and it's also like why would he do that and draw like a shit ton of attention to himself that way yeah um there were some theories that there was a mutiny oh so so there were like weird marks on the rails like no one really knows what those marks are um it wasn't blood though there wasn't blood on the railings we know that there were some strange stains but it wasn't blood um but the theory is that some of the crew members got drunk on the ship's cargo hold because there was a little bit of alcohol missing and then massacred everyone else on board before leaving in the lifeboat okay but there were no bodies no struggle no mess no struggle and they cleaned really well the stains were also concluded as regular wear and tear oh so it's just like sea air plus the alcohol on board was industrial strength i was gonna say like how it's not fit for consumption they would have died like take a shot and just die of of rubbing alcohol i mean maybe they did do that (laughs) they drank some and then just died fell overboard Mm -hmm. there's another conspiracy it's kind of close to the the foul play one um that briggs and morehouse had conspired to split the salvage earnings and not the insurance but like then that's oh. like why would it be such an in- why would it draw so much attention briggs also already owned one third of the boat why would he have left his son behind if he was planning on permanently disappearing like 
Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Maybe his son was in on it and wanted to stay. Um, some people suggest pirates, but the cargo and personal items are all left untouched. Yeah. The, why would the pirates leave all that? Maybe they just no wanted to No signs of go. a struggle. <laughs> and then there's no getting around the alien abduction theory. Hell, um, yeah. So this, this theory probably comes from... So this story comes out, and there's like a lot of myth that evolves with it. So in a lot of versions of the story, the boat is left crazy pristine. Um, so in a lot of versions of the story, there's like half-eaten food on the table, and it it oh. looks like people had just like disappeared from existence randomly. Yeah, it's not true. Like things didn't go like that. There were some weird things with the boat, but um. And the last log stated a week before the discovery. But, like, a lot of people believe that aliens just, like, plucked up this crew. Because they did. And we're like, doop, mine. Um, probably didn't happen. Like, the ship's disheveled. It's missing its lifeboat. We know it was abandoned. We just don't know why. The aliens were scary. And they ran away. It's easy. Come on. <laughs> Slight work. <laughs> So, one of the biggest theories is that the lifeboat was supposed to be temporary. So, there's a historian that thinks that, because there was rigging thrown over the side, his theory is that it was to hold the lifeboat to the ship once some danger had passed. Oh. Because the boat, like the ropes that are hanging over, have been cut. Okay. So, it, it, it looked like it had been tied to something and then cut. Um, but, like, why would an experienced captain, first of all, tie himself to a boat if he thought it was going to sink or explode? Like, that's just not logical. Um, but a different historian pointed out that the lifeboat was missing and that had it had been cut out and not untied. So whatever happened, it happened very, very quickly. And then this brings in a different theory that so (laughs) oh no a few times in the log in days prior it's mentioned that there are small explosions from the hold and ominous rumblings um your face is hilarious (laughs) ominous rumblings and minor explosions yeah that what was exploding so apparently this like isn't uncommon for cargoes with like alcohol and petroleum in it i mean yeah if they just i didn't know that lanterns down there and like sparks get into it i'm sure stuff could explode but then like don't keep fire down there anymore (laughs) but so the guess is that from this historian is that one day a crew member went below deck with like a cigar or something and the explosion was bigger than usual and it caused it to like blow one of the hatches open or something. So in a panic, they all leave because they think the ship is about to explode. Oh. Why would Why would you tie yourself to a ship that's going to explode? And was there any sign of explosions? Like if the there was no fire. So the theory is that they thought there was going to be some massive explosion that just never came. But if that's the case, then, like, how far did they get away from the boat? 
before you know like because if they got into a little lifeboat and like drifted away for a little bit with the captain's navigation tools because those were missing um did they intend to like make it to shore by themselves then why wouldn't they take the food it seems like they were planning on coming back it's like if they intended on coming back why wouldn't they have come back when they realized it didn't explode yeah why'd they cut the line Mm -hmm. that was keeping them close so there's another theory that the captain thought the boat was sinking so there was like a sounding rod found on deck it's like measuring it measures water um and it was broken so briggs may have thought that the boat was taking water way faster than it actually was because of some issue with the rod and then caused them to leave because of that so there's a lot of theories that like they they thought something bad was going to happen that never actually happened so whether that was the explosion the boat sinking or in some cases they think that there was like a tornado at sea or like a sea quake um that may have scared the crew into abandoning the ship but to me that makes even less sense why would you get on a smaller boat that you can't go like under the deck with no in the elements yeah i don't that would not be my strategy for a tornado uh but you know dude the other night at five in the morning lux and i both got tornado warnings at five in the morning at full volume both of our phones went out shook us out of a dead sleep it was the worst day (laughs) over quarantine when we were living with like a ton of us Mm -hmm. uh it was like 14 people at one point uh anytime there was a tornado warning would just be awful because every phone would start going off you'd just be sitting eating dinner and then a just a symphony it sounded like the i told lux the next morning i was like it sounds like the fucking purge started like yeah no it's the worst (laughs) 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 who does that help anyway (laughs) bullshit so so what happened i believe it was aliens okay <laughs> well regardless so she finishes her her sailing to to italy and she goes back to new york on september 19th the newspapers had hyped this story up so much and it's filled with so much bloodshed and murder that no one wanted this ship oh the quote was that she wa- she rotted on the wharves where no one wanted her yeah it seems cursed so funny that section of my notes is literally called the curse so eventually the ship sold to a businessman for like a considerable loss and she sails the west india routes for a little while and the papers still sometimes report on where this boat specifically is going so it's like ooh, the the cursed ship is in this dock ooh. um and then on february of 1879 one of those reports said that she was in St. Helena because her captain was insanely ill. And he died. Huh. And this was the third captain of this boat to die weirdly and prematurely with no prompting. Cursed, yeah. Her last voyage, though. This shit got me. So. Her new captain gets the boat insured. Fills the cargo hold with, like, worthless cargo. 
runs the boat into a reef. On purpose? Yeah. Oh, to get rid of it? To... <laughs> he wanted the insurance money. Oh. <laughs> so, he didn't get away with it. He was charged with... I'm gonna say this wrong. I think it's baratry, which is intentionally crashing a boat. Huh. I've never it's heard of that. It's a crime punishable by death. Like, I mean, I guess ships take a lot to build. A lot goes yeah. into them, but... He wasn't just put to him. death. But his reputation was ruined, and he died in poverty three months later. Oh, three months? Jesus. An- another captain to die weirdly and prematurely. I mean, he he definitely was <laughs> doing some shady stuff, so he might have had it coming anyway. He ran her into a reef. That's... Jesus. I thought he was trying to destroy the curse, but that makes more sense that he wanted the money. <laughs> but yeah. This is Mary Celeste. That's... And no one fucking knows anything more about it. That's <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. Hmm, what's some other theories we can make about it right now? I I think the explosion one sounds the most likely. I don't understand why they if they really were like going to sail to shore why they wouldn't take the food with them like yeah that th- to me doesn't make sense and it seems like they were i don't know it seems like they had so much more to go from what i'm understanding like it, yeah surviving in a, a dinghy it and it's like it it just felt incomplete like, that theory feels like it's missing a very important piece. Because it's like, why did they why did they leave the food? Did they intend on coming back? Did they, did they think the boat was going to explode and count it as a complete loss? Why, when the boat didn't explode, why didn't they go back? Why didn't they stay close enough by to see? Did they get, like, swept away? And if they weren't going to take it back, and that's the other thing is like they said there was no bad weather first of all how can you tell that but second of all like if there's no bad weather then then why wouldn't they have just stayed near the boat that's what i'm saying like if there was no reason for them to get like physically pulled away by like bad currents or something right and that's the thing is it's like is it bad currents is it rough waves yeah like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like a complete theory that they abandoned the boat because they thought it was going to explode. Like, I don't agree with that. But then why did they abandon the boat? Mm-hmm. Aliens. Stop it. <laughs> it wasn't aliens. What if it Come was, on. though? Stop! <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, because we've talked about that forever. It was just like, what could go down where you just leave everything? Yeah, and there's nothing to me that's like, that justifies that. Like, just up and abandoning the ship, yeah. And like, without your, the thing that gets me is they left the food. Yeah, so they weren't. Or it seems like they weren't planning on staying out there that long. On the dinghy. 
I mean, maybe they took some food, but... But, like, they still had six months worth in the cargo hold. Why was personal items left? The only thing that was truly taken was, like, the navigation gear and the captain's tools. So it's like, okay, you're taking the gear that'll help you navigate, but not the food that'll help you survive. Like, did you think you were closer to land than you were? Yeah. Like, I have so, I've always had so many questions about this story because it, because obviously they left. But I remember why? reading something about like it was there was a theory that it was because of the shipwreck it had gone through maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. sailing as like well as it seems it would but then what in the 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 people that found it would have reported the same thing like oh she sails right. funny like you have to steer weird to get this ship <laughs> to go where you want and maybe they like found it another, pulls to the right a bit they maybe got onto another ship who was like we'll help you but then why wouldn't they take the cargo yeah or the food or their supplies i don't get it i don't either and it frustrates me that i don't get it <laughs> because it's like why <laughs> i want to ask him a question it's one of those things, like, if you could ask a famous person one question, I'm gonna ask Spoons, whatever his name was, <laughs> what what happened, man? Come on. <laughs> Give me the lowdown. Break it down the for peop- me. I won't if tell you. Could have, but it's, like, that question of, like, if you could have dinner with three yeah. historical figures, who would it be? Spoons. And it's, it's Benjamin Spooner Briggs, fucking John Bonet Ramsey, and the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Like... <laughs> give me the details on each one of these things individually because these things haunt me at night <laughs> i wake up in the middle of the night thinking why did they leave the boat why did they <laughs> the boat why did they leave the boat they didn't have to leave the oh boat. yeah that's the other one i was talking about they they left the boat for whatever reason i forget and the the boat like i guess sank eventually but like these people were missing forever but then they all make it back alive not a single one of them dies and they were living on what is essentially icebergs Mm -hmm. like how did they get enough food to keep all of them alive it it was a crazy do you know what that boat is called i just they just found it yeah because like Like, they found it last about but i can't ever remember the actual story i only remember bits and pieces Give me your phone, please. Oh, you were looking for your phone? Yeah, but I need one I can look up on. Thank you. Oh, he's awake? Yeah. <laughs> you can say hi, Adam. Oh, yeah, Adam. No, it's on FaceTime. <laughs> um, I'm probably gonna get food. Yeah, we we're got to the end of the story. We're gonna run real quick. I will come back with this information from lunch because we do need to run and grab stuff before the cafeteria closes. So I will be back podcast. Lunch. You can do intermission thingy. Wait, you should say it. And intermission because I gotta go eat lunch. (laughs) Okay, bye podcast. We'll see you soon. Bye. Hi, podcast. I missed you. I totally forgot. I'm going to close my bathroom door because that, like, it makes the (laughs) vent noise. 
I love, okay, so Emily's gone now. I will detail everything that I can see in her room. I see, I think that's the Lego dinosaur set that Adam got her, I think. And then in the background, I also see more, de- I was detailing everything I could see in your room for the podcast. My messy is that, room. Is that the Lego dinosaur set? Yeah, that's the, I have the Lego dinos, and then I have, um, Fox, I don't know if I can reach. Oh, I see it, I see it. Wait, but I gotta he's get so it. cute. I have to show you. He's pretty cool. Watching like, Emily maneuver to keep the headphones on. Very he, funny. He his wings oh. flat. <gasps> That's so cool. I'm gonna set it on the floor so I don't like drop it. Trying to keep the headphones attached. See, I don't know how I feel about those Lego sets. Like the ones that are like big versions of like the animals. Oh yeah, I just love that it's wings flapped. No, yeah. Reminds like me I of Kai. Ha- Fuck that bird. Dude, Kai's really gonna hate you when you leave. <laughs> I know. He's gonna be so mad. Oh, and Adam's gonna be gone. Yeah, he totally just was obsessed with Adam on the trip because, to get back at me. I fully believe yeah, that he knows. like gatekeep girl boss's way to the top. How was your intermission? It was great. I got Chipotle. Our Discord is very fond of Chipotle. Yeah, I think <laughs> nobody had complaints. Did you see what they were talking about the other day? About wanting to do, like, a March Madness for the podcast episodes? I did not. I am a little behind on the Discord. We, we were talking about Animal... Someone told me how to get the, the octopus <laughs> robot. Yeah, um, Jake. He, he messaged me privately. And was like, hey, I just listened to the episode of the podcast, and I think that you were talking about me <laughs> because of, like, the context of the message. Like, you can say my name. And I was like, fuck yeah! Like, where's that? He's my favorite. Where is March Madness? Yo, I'm well, at the point where everyone was sharing their signs. Oh yeah, we're it wait it was like yesterday. That's too. It was far like away. the first thing. Three sixteen. Lollipops and landmines sent a message. Oh, I totally highlighted it and everything. I was about to say was, you were definitely at in the message. Yeah, I had to clear out my Discord because um, I was in a <laughs> Minecraft SMP. As you should be. With As you some high be. school people. And they, but it, there was two and I joined both of them. And one of them was a lot of the people I don't know because they're like freshmen now. So the mm-hmm. people who are seniors now know them, but I don't because the people who are seniors now yeah. were sophomores when I were there or whatever. And so I stayed in the older one, but the younger one was like, they spammed it all all day, all night. Trying to play should. Among Us. It was so funny. I stayed in just because some of their... They, they had some great memes in there. But at some point, like, my the podcast one was getting, like, lost in the notifications. So I, like, <laughs> missed stuff that we were talking about. I felt so bad. Now I want to play Minecraft. <laughs> Dude, every... So now when I listen to the podcast... Because I've been getting my homework done, like, crazy in advance recently... thanks to notion notion please fucking sponsor us i'm obsessed with your program um but like i get all my homework done super far in advance 
So I was like, what do I do when I listen to the podcast to edit it if I'm not doing homework? Don't Starve has a a fucking iron grip on my throat. (laughs) I am obsessed with Don't Starve right now. I'm actually, I think this weekend, playing with a friend. Did you Um, see that new character? Which one? I haven't. The, the the woman. Oh, what's her name? Oh, yeah, with the clocks? Yes. Yes. I have I not got, played. Neither have I, but I've been playing. Um, I have a cracked out Wilson world right now. I'm doing, like, the best <laughs> I've ever done. I might, like, I, like, played for the first time in forever, and for some, I don't know if it was, like, right. not beginner's luck, because I've been playing since b- beta, but <laughs> I, was I beta tested the game but like for some reason i just hit the ground running after taking a break on this wilson world wilson of all people to, to do well and don't starve but yeah it's going great the, the way they changed the farming mechanic though threw me off I for a while adjust to it like i'm trying so hard I finally to understand. I took a while. I got farming started up really late in the world I'm talking about, and still mm. I'm doing fine because I like, I don't know if it was the world generation or what, but I'm killing it on this one world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just didn't farm for a while because I couldn't figure it out, and I got yeah. so mad. So I like set up other food channels, and then I finally figured it out, and it was like, oh, that was easy. Yeah, but it's not bad. It's just different. I want to. I don't like that it's hard to like line them up now and that like if you dig it's too at close, a diagonal yeah well i'll just switch the camera to to oh. line them and then unswitch the camera once i've done because i play with it diagonal but if i for setting up my base i play not diagonal just to set everything up neatly um okay psycho look they gotta be in straight lines but that it drives me crazy because if you dig too close it like disappears you know what i'm talking about like if you dig one spot to plant too close to the other and they both go away or one of them goes away or whatever it is drives me crazy but there's a mod that the only thing it does is you can click spaced out and it like shows you if it'll like make one go away or not and i need that because i will sit there forever until i get the grid perfect okay crackhead no it's gotta look nice (laughs) dude i've been playing with the um the boy scout oh with the dog yeah it's so difficult though he's allergic to bees dude what that's fun but and his slingshot mechanic is dumb like i saw that they updated it because i played with him once and i was like okay this this is shit and then i saw that they updated the mechanic and i was like okay let me try again because the way you shoot the slingshot it's not like a button or anything You, you click but he runs towards them because you clicked the bad guy it's like you're shooting them and running towards them at the same time and it's like that defeats the purpose of a long range weapon sir yeah that's interesting i have not played him either i kind of get stuck in my ways in that game yeah i thought i was good at it and tried to play west for a while and then realized i'm not that great at that game so (laughs) i'm really not the the introduction of like some of the shipwrecked mechanics into it yeah that threw me off I, a little bit i still don't get it because i did not i was not good at shipwrecked so i played it like a few times and then gave up because i died on like day four or five every time i got okay at shipwrecked i really enjoyed like exploring i like sea of thieves mm-hmm. though so i always like just i just couldn't driving a boat around we gotta but play yeah, we should 
but for now i i we we might we might have a podcast Mm, yeah we maybe have something to talk about maybe i don't know i don't want to like imply too heavily because i'm not completely sure but let me let me set up my screen podcast get yourself situated no oh (laughs) what's your ghost story um i'll try to give you hints but i don't know if you know what it is it's super haunted i saw it on quite a few haunted places list okay um it's in india no (laughs) no the taj mahal no (laughs) this i almost said the sphinx that's egypt yeah that's definitely not india uh also disclaimer here because it's in india i'm not sure how to say a lot of the things Mm -hmm. and i try my best but i'm apologizing now i'm going to like murder some of these pronunciations i think i've mentioned it before that i'll put pronunciation guides in my notes and still mess up no i did that for a little while and like i would listen but i'd still same thing i still don't know how to say it in my heart i know that i don't know what's going on um it's also like it's got like a big rap for being very haunted at least the most haunted place in india and it's usually on the world's list it had like surprisingly little specific ghost but some of the stories leading up to the ghost are really cool <laughs> so is I still, it like a it's one of those things it, that like the history is probably the coolest yeah. part and then it's also very spooky and is very like fun a, to visit too because it's spooky it's not like a battlefield or anything is it no not a battlefield a um, battle might have happened here and it's not the taj mahal <laughs> no that's in india right or am i stupid the podcast has had to the discord has had to come for me multiple times honestly i don't even i'm know the anymore. dumb blonde in our relationship emily was the one who went into stem i'm an arts major like <laughs> <laughs> yes it's marketing but it's the college of arts like yeah. y'all when i when i said i knew it was gonna happen the last episode that just went out when you said friday the 13th and i said freddy krueger like, <laughs> the podcast ate me alive like i like had whiplash from you saying that <sighs> i had to question my whole life i'm like it's definitely jason <laughs> it's so funny and then when i said um mazel tov cocktail instead of molotov cocktail yeah <laughs> also got eaten alive i i know friendship is friendship is consensual bullying if i've learned anything so <laughs> please bully me in the podcast it makes me feel like no, literally. a discord it makes me i feel think it's hilarious loved. if you can't laugh at yourself then how do you want other people to laugh at you i think i'm the funniest dumb blonde ever <laughs> i'm also not blonde anymore so no like, <laughs> okay 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 so it's not the taj mahal we've established i genuinely i don't know i think i've mentioned i hate the world most haunted lists i know i don't know most of them on here but then i started reading this one it was fun uh it's bangra fort what the fuck is that it's a fort in india that's what i said i don't think you're gonna guess it but i let you try <laughs> it's i've gotten more than you at this point so it's fine yeah yeah it's it's a very very haunted 16th century fort in india okay it was built in 1573 by a man named gonna butcher it raja bangwant das 
Okay. That's my best attempt. Right. Uh, <laughs> he was a ruler at the time. This was like a, a it, it's called a fort, but it's kind of like a Walden village almost. Uh, there's oh. a, lots of lots of things are in this fort, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very tiny big. Community. It's not like a just battle area, not a like a, a military fort or anything. It's like a, a fortress, a, like a palace is in it. It's a big area. So I, I know I say fort okay. a lot, but it's big. It's not just like a battle area. Yeah. Um, White Run. He built it. Yeah. It's just walled in city pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he built it for his son, whose name is Madho Singh. Uh, the fort is made from stone and brick. It's very pretty. There's pictures. Uh, you can Google it. <laughs> so I was going to say I'll show them to you, but we're definitely on Discord right now. Um, and then I, just realized, after, I don't think we even mentioned that. Oh, maybe they don't know that yet. We're not on Discord. <laughs> I was about to say we should gaslight them. Yeah, this we are in person. Which one are we <laughs> gaslighting you? Am I gaslighting you that we're on Discord, or am I gaslighting you that we're in real life? You choose. You'll never know. <laughs> anyway, after that, the fort was passed to his son uh chitar singh and then to his son ajab singh who winds up building a nearby fort of ajbagra again (laughs) best attempt Uh, but anyway this fort the one we're talking about is located on the edge of what is now a tiger reserve in rajasthan in the avreli mountain range i Uh, love tigers not avreli aravali mountain range excuse me uh and it's it's not like in the mountains it's in the the lower foothills of the mountain so like okay. right before the mountain the hills at the right, bottom right before it becomes a mountain yeah it's in that hilly area there's a natural river and like a pond in the in the fort that kind of like runs through it. it's a very very pretty place the pictures Pop are off. stunning uh and surprisingly many parts of the the fort are well preserved for being so old for example, you can still see the royal palace. Not all of it. <laughs> Some of it is <laughs> no longer standing, but you can see a, a big chunk of it and even go up three of the floors uh, mm. are still... You can't go higher That's than sick. that. Um, Why not? Because <laughs> they're, like, falling apart. Um, uh, I didn't know if it was because... I don't know. I'm dumb. <laughs> what if they weren't there? Um, you can see public chambers, there's marketplaces, uh, kind of like uh, talking about Skyrim, just like the village squares, you can see a lot mm-hmm. of those. Uh, many, many temples, uh, especially in one area, they just had a ton of different temples for different gods. You know, like Hindu, there's multiple yeah. gods. Uh, there's lots of sculptures, mansions, there was like this dancer's chamber every article kept talking about, and I don't know if that means like exotic dancers or whatnot, but, uh, they still got them. (laughs) (laughs) The buildings, this is a little weird, the houses specifically, none of them have roofs anymore, they've all fallen, uh, (laughs) but- So it's just like open to the elements? Yeah, the inside. No one lives in the fort anymore. Um, yeah, but it's like historic. Yeah, it right? is a yeah. It's recognized as a historic building. It's not being preserved. <laughs> we'll we'll go into it. Uh, is it just open to the fucking rain? Yeah, fill up like a bowl. But the walls and columns are still there, and they're very pretty. Uh, it's outstanding architecture. Very like 
detail-oriented engravings, carvings, uh, like I said, big statues. It's all very pretty, very intricate detailing work. It was a very, like, royal place. It was, like I said, mm-hmm. it's a huge fort housing around 10,000 people at its peak. Uh, and that is also a little bit outside the fort, that 10,000 number. But a lot of people did live with, like, live within these walls of the city. Uh, it was known for like regalty, royalty. It was a very powerful place. And you can still see it's very elegant. Like the, the detail work is very like, uh, if you think of Asian architecture, like the, the Chinese building with all the dragons carved into it, mm-hmm. it's similar stuff. Super like little tiny details you wouldn't details. even notice until you look into it. And you can still see yeah. a ton of that. Some of the temples are beautiful. No, that's my favorite shit. Really butters my biscuit. Um, it has, it's very pretty, like I said, but it is uh, kind of in ruin at this point. Like you said, it's not the best preserved thing, but it's also from the 16th century. So they're doing mm-hmm. pretty good. But uh, the fact that it's still standing is insane. Yeah. The 16th especially century? Especially with the fact that it was abandoned <laughs> yeah. out, of, out of nowhere. Uh, some people even say it was abandoned overnight we'll get into that a little bit uh but this place just kind of gets left sitting there this place of royalty is suddenly just nothing and is sought to just exist out there and is now just on the edge of a tiger reserve also i looked at pictures of the tiger reserve tigers are cool no i'm picturing tigers meandering through old buildings oh yeah fucking love that so pretty tigers Um, are majestic beasts so the fun part i'll sing tiger king no one is quite sure what happened to the fort exactly what? Uh, <laughs> the what people left for some reason and no one knows the exact story but there's some very like fun spooky theories to what it might have happened so if we go into like people wait it's almost they don't know why people left a little yeah it's an, <laughs> how do you not know why a bunch of people leave one what? We've, we've talked about it before though like stuff just gets lost in history especially like a fort in the well, middle yeah, of nowhere but, like, but this is a very like powerful fort it seems like they yeah, know a little, little bit more weird. it kind of it it kind of comes down to a lot of stuff happening at once and then these stories just kind of explain it but some of it is due to like battles breaking out in the area and other mm-hmm. stuff We'll jump into the, like, actual history in a little nice. bit. But I, I like their spooky stories. Um, <laughs> so, we do know, though, that this place has a huge rap about being extremely haunted. Uh, and it's, like I said, I found it on so many famous places lists. I just kept, like, scrolling past it, though. I never heard of it. Yeah. And I was like, are we sure it's super haunted? Like, I don't hear about this one ever on YouTube. Why am I getting a billion travel ads for it now? Um, <laughs> travel ads are my favorite thing. Uh, but I thought it was super interesting. Once I started digging into this one a little bit more, the haunting is almost always tied to some sort of curse. Uh, oh. And there, there's a lot of stories that lead to this curse, but there was two that seemed to be the most widespread. So I'm just going to say those two, but like a lot of them would bring in other local ones that you could only mm-hmm. find in like certain villages have their own theories in the area. So there's a ton of theories. Other villages have theories on what happened? <laughs> yeah. That's um, cool. 
it's like the suburbs but it's like, almost always a curse yeah yeah and so you can like find that a town of these. over there yeah that's it, those are the best ones yeah a lot i'd mention it later one of them just sounds like a story told to kids like a boogeyman mm-hmm. story to just be like don't go play over there yeah. i love it you'll um, get eaten by the babadook okay but the, the gay f- icon what the babadook is a gay icon oh the that part cut out i just heard the babadook is and i was so scared for the rest but yeah a gay icon <laughs> we've been new the babadook and the parades will forever be my favorite was, thing it made that movie so not scary that because also. like now watching it i'm so comfortable with him because i know he's an ally <laughs> no just like, anytime he's on the screen yes queen <laughs> yes queen did you see that oh wait i don't even know if i texted you john oh i cannot say his last name john <laughs> dnd monetized messaged to me and he was like hey i was listening to your podcast on my way to work first of all love him and he was like, I had an idea for y'all that you guys should do listen-along horror movie watches where we just offer commentary on horror movies. <laughs> I was like, John, it would just be us either crying, screaming, or making fun of, like, the fucking Babadook. Like, we can't. And that's what I'm here for. Hi. He's just checking out. Don't throw it back. Don't throw it back. Ow! Hi, <laughs> Hi-chews are like little bullets. Hi-chews are okay. I have four bags. <laughs> no, I have a I have a jumbo bag and I have three mini bags. Where all do you different keep getting <laughs> five below. Oh, yeah. Five below is a dangerous place. I cannot walk into five below and not walk out with something. I have to go sparingly. Walk out with half of the store. Yeah. No, it's it's dangerous. Okay. Tell me more. Sorry. You're good. You're good. Uh, so, our our first story kind of okay. leading to ghost. <laughs> uh, Leads ghost adjacent. So, there's some names that we'll have to jump back to. That's the name of this week's episode. <laughs> ghost adjacent. Um. So, the one of the guys I mentioned earlier was named Chitar Singh and his son mm-hmm. Ajab Singh. They were the last two on the end. Well, Chitar also had a daughter. Uh, her name was Ratnavati. I think that's Pretty. how you say it. It looks cool. Um, and she and Ajab were half-siblings. And she was okay. also much, much younger than her stepbrother. And Ajab mm. was one of the ones to, like, wind up inheriting the fort. But at this point, his dad, Chitar Singh, still has it. Um, and she's much younger than him. So it's just kind of growing up with all this royalty. She is a princess because she is the son of the, the ruler. She's a daughter of the ruler got, of yeah. the fort. So it's Not, the same dad, different moms, right? Yeah. Because they're yeah. half sibling. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure. She was allegedly a very, very, very pretty girl uh, and talked about in palaces far away for her beauty. Like, was Mm. this very pretty princess in this very powerful fort at the time. Uh, And she was was also loved by everyone. She was just, like, a really nice person. Why do I feel Uh, like you're about to tell me something terrible happens to her? No, well, I just think it's really funny because her brother was equally disliked by everyone. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> everyone loved her and hated her older stepbrother and i just think that's funny no uh, that is really um so but anyway random definition of golden child syndrome no honestly she was everyone loved her and like despised her brother which is just great for (laughs) for your ego (laughs) the vibes are there uh but yeah she was super pretty uh and the palace was well off so she received countless marriage proposals from all Hmm. over so like other royalty from people that just loved her because she was gorgeous and royal uh, and during the same time, a tantric priest falls in love with her. Um, side note here, this man had studied black magic heavily. <laughs> he was even called a necromancer in a few things oh. I read. Uh, which, ooh, ooh, more on that did, later. <laughs> I saw a picture on Twitter, side note. I'm full of tangents today. No, that's good. This hamster. is a shorter story, too, so tangents are welcome. <laughs> it was a hamster dressed in gothic robes and the comp the the the, the caption was necro hamster oh then it was so a D character idea <laughs> i need to play D right now with that character <laughs> necro hamster that's so good have you ever played the game necro dancer no <laughs> i didn't what? either but i know it's out there oh have you ever played the witch is dead no it's like it's a tabletop game but you roll to see what woodland creature you are and all of you are like the witch's familiars and she taught each of you one spell and the the witch is murdered and you have to get you have a certain amount of time to get revenge you actually have to pull out the witch hunter's eyes to bring the witch back to life and you have a certain amount of time to do it that's cool yeah it's super cool I've not played that, but I would like to. I would also like to. Continue. So, this guy, he sees all these... necromancer. He sees all these love letters getting sent in. All these people, like, going after this princess he's in love with. Mm -hmm. And he kind (gasps) of... He's an incel necromancer? (laughs) He's really jealous. That's the name of this week's episode. (laughs) Incel necromancer that's two right there we already can vote in the discord (laughs) yeah we didn't have any for the other episode so i had to fucking make something up i was pissed (laughs) i hate having to do critical thinking (laughs) like i can't put these i can't problem solving no i just spent two and a half hours editing and now you want me to come up with a funny title Mm -mm. no continue sorry so he kind of realizes he he probably doesn't have a chance with this princess because all these like princes and stuff are mm. are the one sending these love letters and other royalty so he's like why would why would she go for a, a priest like me like i have no chance <laughs> a necromancer a necromancer like me <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, using his mystic knowledge of black magic, <laughs> he, he makes a, a very strong love potion. <laughs> or like a okay. potion of attraction. Uh, and there's different versions of how he makes his potion or how he gets the potion to the girl. But what mm-hmm. I saw was that he he sees the palace maid out running errands. And she stops at a perfume stand to uh, what he thinks he to buy 
perfume for the princess like is out okay. getting things for the royal family so before she buys the perfume he puts a spell on the bottle she's holding that changes it into a love potion okay uh so the the, the maid leaves doesn't know uh and goes back to the palace with the the perfume that is Casual now love potion a, a necromancer's that's love the name potion of this week's episode a oh. necromancer's love potion that's also a candidate <laughs> it's gonna be 10 casual, things to vote on casual love potion activity a necromancer's love potion that sounds like a a band a band a necromancer's name. love potion <laughs> like a, i thought you were talking about casual love potion activity i was like <laughs> I don't see it, but that could be sick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh my Lord. Uh, the princess Ranavati, she somehow like gets wind that something's wrong with the perfume, though. She like I don't know how, but she kind of realizes something's up. That that some interesting that someone and she suspects it's the guy. So she goes to confront the man, and I could find no story that said exactly how she found out. They all just said she somehow like got wind of it yeah so i don't know if that's just like lost in translation or like the stories were simplified online or has been lost to history i'm not sure but she somehow gets wind of what's going on um and she she goes out to to like be like what what is this what are you doing and they kind of get into an argument not a fight like they're not in fisticuffs or anything but (laughs) but she kind of realizes that yeah she's right and that this this dude did something to the perfume so uh she she ends up throwing the the bottle at a big rock nearby (gasps) to destroy it and Uh, the rock falls in love with him yes what (laughs) the bottle breaks (laughs) that's not (laughs) stop and the 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 um I it's, made a joke, it's, and you made it reality. <laughs> it spills on the rock, and the rock pretty much, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It falls in love with him. It is attracted <laughs> to the man, uh, and it is a giant boulder. So the rock, <laughs> now in love, rolls down the hill <laughs> towards the man he is in love with and crushes him. <laughs> the rock, now in love. Yeah. <laughs> Gay rock love. Yeah that's uh, the name of this week's episode so but before he <laughs> fully dies from his rock lover uh <laughs> he uses some more black magic to curse the princess the entire royal family and the fort itself <laughs> the, rock, <laughs> the rock now in love <laughs> that's literally written in my notes it says the rock <sighs> comma now in love comma <laughs> <laughs> That is the most hilarious. I did not expect that. I don't know what I was expecting. That was the most hilarious turn of events. <laughs> I thought you were with it. You, like, guessed it right away. <laughs> I didn't think that was true. I thought I was being a nuisance. No, no, you got it. <laughs> but, yeah. At what cost? So, like, it, because it was black magic or something, that it was, like, this mm-hmm. evil magic. It's kind of like, be careful what you wish for right the rock is now like attracted to him and attracted (laughs) in a different sense yeah it crushes him uh and with his dying breath he curses the family and the fort and the princess and all that your cow your your mom's cow dishonor on you (laughs) dishonor on your cow that's crazy um oh my god so from this point forward 
uh, in this version of the story, this is where things like start going downhill for the the <laughs> literally. Form. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the rock really went downhill. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that was fucked up. <laughs> um, so it kind of does the fort and the palace. They 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 fall into like conflict within the next year. Um, stuff starts to like uh deteriorate deteriorate faster than it would so like the buildings start getting weaker and it just like slowly the fort just they can't stay here some like bad stuff starts happening Mm -hmm. and even the princess was killed during the conflict within the next year after the curse being made um and her the conflict may have been started by her stepbrother ajab uh since the people of the fort disliked him so much and like i said earlier he at some point makes his own fort nearby and he might have used this to attack his sister and father um tell me more about so whether it was history uh like of a job just being disliked and turning on the family or the curse made him turn faster than he would have how much that's Mm -hmm. involved the fort at that point kind of just within the next year just it's is lost it um people people move out people move to a jobs fort down the road i'm not sure how close it is but it like people i was reading someone who was on uh was traveling there and they drove past it to get to this fort so it's it's like within the same area for sure yeah um i don't know if it's like an hour out or something he literally just opened up a mcdonald's across the street from a burger king it's literally like the crusty crab and the chum bucket just across the street (laughs) um uh, that's how you do competition baby but like i said part of this curse also made buildings deteriorate supposedly and at this point roofs started collapsing (laughs) and they started trying to build them back uh and the roofs would just collapse again they could not build more roofs after the curse and it it also like winds up killing a number of people because roofs kept collapsing (laughs) Oh, yeah, because, like, people were inside. Yeah, the roofs would just give out. And so oh, my all the buildings God. started losing their roofs. And so people people just leave at some point because it won't – you can't keep a, a roof over Peace you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Yeah. So, um, um, so yeah. With all the conflict, uh, the roofs falling in on people <laughs> and other, like, stuff that just starts to – go downhill after the curse people move out and the fort Mm -hmm. is abandoned in that sense but it's not overnight in this story it's like over the span of this year after um another major part of this curse though is that it makes anyone who dies in the village they can't be reborn and being reborn is a huge part of like the culture over there our religion over in india um reincarnation yeah reincarnation is a huge thing so instead of being reincarnated your spirit becomes trapped in the city leading to ghosts american (laughs) horror story who (laughs) yeah um and like I said, the village also finds itself in conflict very soon after the curse, which leads to deaths, and the roofs lead mm-hmm. to deaths. There's also a famine at some point in that year, which leads they to really deaths. They really were like bingo card. Yeah, no, <laughs> the curse really hit hard, hard. Uh, so in this, it leads to many people being trapped here, leading to like this uh, 
culmination of just a bunch of ghosts um making it very very haunted mm-hmm. um specifically the princess like i said uh may have died in the conflict we don't have specifics on that like if she did or what day she died but allegedly she passed away in the conflict and she is said to wander the fort stuck in limbo pretty much oh that's sad yeah (laughs) Uh, like a woman in white yeah uh she's just uh i couldn't find much of a description of like people seeing her like there was no pictures in this one but there are a couple of counts of people saying they saw what looks to be a like royalty woman mm-hmm. wandering and i i wanted to find like a, a visual i'm a visual learner um, yeah. but i couldn't so i can't really describe it to you but people have claimed to see her and i found a couple accounts of people saying they saw a woman dressed nice wandering mm-hmm. around in like one of the temples um so that's crazy uh, the second story, like I said, there's a lot of <laughs> stories that lead to this curse. Uh, mm-hmm. That was just the oh, biggest that was just one. one. Yeah, there, rock love. There's rock love, uh, <laughs> and there's another one, and it starts with a hermit named Guru Balu Nath. I think is how you okay. say it, and he lived on the hill before the fort was built. Like I said, it was in the foothills of a mountain. He lived mm-hmm. up on one of the hills uh, where the fort was where they wanted to build the fort so he Mm -hmm. lived here before the fort was a thing Um, and they're about to stomp on his land yeah so when raja bhagwat das came to build the fort for his son the man of agrees that they could build nearby under one condition that the fort and any of its buildings would never cast a shadow on the man's hut or where he meditated uh which Mm -hmm. was up on the hill um and they honored this tradition, our condition, very well until Ajab, the disliked brother. This uh, fucking man. He's a comes very. Back in. He's a. Um, when he inherits the fort, he's very like this up and coming ruler. He wants. People dislike him, so he's trying to like make a show pretty mm-hmm. much of like, look at all our wealth and look, I make the palace taller. And he decides to build the walls of the fort higher. Um, He adds, like, new floors, columns, rooms. He does a lot of, like, new expansions all over the fort. But one of these... there was one condition. (laughs) Yeah, he kind of threw that out the window. Because one of these new expansions casts a shadow completely over the man's uh, hut. What a dick. And this, uh, because of this, the the village quickly fell into desolation uh, because they failed to uphold their end of a their deal so like a yeah it's almost like a deal with the devil sort of sense but he's not a devil mm-hmm. he's a hermit um <laughs> but it's like a promise so the curse was pretty much it wasn't that it was uh someone who practiced black magic putting a curse on someone it was they they failed to karma yeah karma they they didn't keep their promise to the old man on the hill which uh, as you he just wanted to meditate honestly he y'all was like leave me dicks. alone y'all can build whatever you want as long as you keep my land i get some sun right. because i like the sun and y'all had to just go ruin it um there is actually a small hut on the hill near the fort <gasps> and it's known as tantric key Chitri. is i think again best guess at how to pronounce things um and it is just a small little hut that's not in within the walls of the fort um Mm. and i could not find if the fort still cast a shadow on it but like i said the fort has like i would like to know the fort has like (laughs) 
<laughs> it's old and in ruins. So a lot of the upper floors are no longer there. So um, that's the karma. That's why the walls are collapsing and the roofs. <laughs> all the roofs fell in and they weren't like flat roofs some of these like especially the temples have really pointy yeah like pretty steeple yeah it's it's very pretty buildings and i think it's the houses specifically don't have roofs because a lot of the Mm -hmm. temples have either been given new roofs that haven't fallen or it was just the houses that had the roof skirts um that makes sense because there is some like more modern stories of people trying to build like you said roofs over to keep them preserved more and Mm -hmm. they also just don't last long that's insane um both curses though end up (laughs) people moving to ajab's fort nearby they kind of leave this fort and whether or not they liked ajab he had a fort that wasn't falling down so they go over there Um, there were roofs so wait what there were roofs Oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard Rougarous, and I was like, what do you mean, dude? <laughs> the fucking demons, bro. Um, so, but because of this, whichever story is true, and like I said, there's there's more than these two stories that lead to a curse. These were just the most prominent that I could find that ha- are, like, widespread outside of mm-hmm. the, like, local villagers that live nearby. Um, but, yeah, the fort from that day forward or those days after that it was uninhabited and remains in ruins um and it's probably haunted and also cursed (laughs) (laughs) probably haunted and also cursed um that's the name of this week's episode and people have gotten like a lot of activity here there's even a lot of people who travel there still like uh ghost hunting youtubers who go and get like spirit box activity mm-hmm. um there's tons of videos of people here like getting pictures or getting like uh orbs on the cameras getting like what looks Ooh. to be figures in the background um oh i hate that uh but even since before like this modern ghost hunting uh obsession people even before like it was a big thing like you watched on youtube ghost hunters have often come here just because of the like local stories um and so much has happened like throughout history people have gotten hurt here people (laughs) people just don't feel good here so curse is still active supposedly (laughs) yeah so uh before we get into some of what has happened there are now borders set up with tons of signs posted saying do not enter after sundown what (laughs) you won't get like why (laughs) they urge you to leave the area well before sundown also and you you can't come back until the sun is up in the sky but like the sun has risen completely um so there is no way to spend the night here unless you break the law and there's tons of these signs and they don't say like haunted on here but it's it's a lot of things pointed out that it's just eerie that there's no times on them. It says sun, yeah. sun up, sun down. It's yeah. weird that it's like tied to the stunt. There has sun. to be light. Yeah, you have to be able to see because of the sun and not a flashlight. <laughs> That's creepy. I don't so, like that. It it might be fil- fueled by superstition, but there there have been some not so great accidents involving tourists getting hurt oh. in the fort. Uh, especially idiot tourists (laughs) yeah especially those trying to stay the night here before like signs and stuff were posted um 
Uh, and locals say that those who enter at night will never come out. And this is the <gasps> one that I said sounds like they tell their kids that so the kids don't yeah. go at night, like the people who live nearby. But it creates, like, global superstition nonetheless. Yeah. Um, but back to the things about the tourist. Uh, there was a couple, like, a reports of people falling and getting hurt, but there was one uh, yeah, event accident. that kind ca- accident that kind of sets it all off that kind of is no. like where they really start saying don't come down after sundown <laughs> um what the fuck are you about to tell me so uh what kind of nonsense are you about to pull out of your back pocket like i said a lot of people this place is very famous because it's haunted or cursed or whatever it is so it was a group of three friends they wanted to come explore and after exploring a little bit during the day they decide they want to sneak in and stay the night even though people warned them not to um they explore they have flashlights and stuff like they're prepared to stay the night and mm-hmm. be in the dark uh, and they explore the the forts a ton. They walk all over. They're not just, like, staying hidden in one area. After most people have left, they're, like, going all over. They go into the palace up high. They're going to, like, any buildings they can find, even if, like, it doesn't look so safe. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. one of them, even though they have, like, flashlights and stuff, it's in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So it's super dark. There's no lights here. It's not like the fort has lights you can turn on and off. You right. go in a building, it's pitch black. You have your flashlight Scary. only. And one of them winds up falling into a well in the <gasps> fort. He like stumbles. No. Um, now his friends were able to save him from the well, uh, but they, you know, after getting him up and assessing the damage, he's pretty yeah. hurt. So they decide to take him to the hospital. But sadly, on the way to the the hospital, there's a freak car accident killing all three. What the fuck? And a lot of people say the curse got them. Like they were, even though they the the fort couldn't kill them in the well, yeah. that they died trying to escape it. That's insane. And that kind of was one of the biggest events that leads to these signs being put everywhere. Right. But there was a ton of stuff of people like falling and go having to go to the hospital because they, they hurt their leg pretty bad. Mm-hmm. People getting cut and you're in the middle of nowhere. I it's like say. miles and miles. I think it's over <laughs> 40 miles until the next town. So this is at least a half, half an hour drive. And some of these yeah. are like dirt roads. Like it's not an interstate drive. You know, you have yeah. to make your way to get to this fort and it is not easy to get away from it um so people getting hurt some people like even like the three that passed away but there's been other deaths of tourists of people trying to explore areas that you are not supposed to be you have to imagine there's like buildings that you can go up into higher floors but some of those floors don't have walls yeah and so falling and stuff has happened um I was going to say, like, worst case, it's a freak accident because you can't see. Yeah. But, like, other than that, it's like, oh, shit, like, it is actually cursed. Yeah, no, a lot of people have gotten hurt. Um, There's also stories of people getting lost in the ruins. So not, uh, like, getting super freaked out because they're walking around this supposedly haunted place and suddenly cannot find the way out. It's a huge fort in, in the middle of the night. It's pitch black in the middle of nowhere and if you don't know where you are you don't have landmarks it's a lot of houses you're in a town you don't (laughs) you can't see anything and you're in just building next to building next to building people have like got gotten super 
crazed because they got lost and people found them in I the morning imagine. like freaked out yeah uh so people say the curse has gotten to them too and like drove them crazy um <laughs> i just think that's terrifying though getting lost in the middle of the night in a cursed town and imagine seeing like the shadows on the wall and yeah like nah your mind would definitely drive you crazy yeah no i'm sure uh just in general people even that go during the day report a feeling of like you feel off when you're in the fort Mm -hmm. pretty much even in the day a bunch of people are there and this feeling of like offness i don't know what to call it but it it ranges (laughs) from chills to like extreme anxiety or paranoia people get like like panic attack level freaked out just standing in the fort you get it's bad vibes (laughs) in some areas it's super vibes off it's super pretty a lot of the like travel guide stuff said it's like it's super it's super pretty but you feel something's wrong yeah you feel off going here like it's worth it just to look at the it's some astounding architecture like the the buildings are gorgeous (laughs) but there's something like bad in the air and and, like even Mm -hmm. just normal travel things were saying that um (laughs) you know it's bad when the travel channel says something this place is known as being haunted but they don't like market it like that i mean the travel ones are like come visit this haunted ghost fort um, the way you moved your arms just now, you looked like one of the tube guys outside of a car dealership. <laughs> I saw one of those today. It was a cactus with a mustache. He was quick. <laughs> um, uh, on my way to Chipotle, actually. But yeah, um, I totally lost my... What was I saying? Wait, oh, no, I don't remember. I'm yeah. thinking about the tube van. <laughs> it was, I was talking about, like, they don't... You can't do ghost tours or anything here. And when you go, there's oh. not, like, tours. There's history, but it's not, like... It's not like New Orleans, where you come here to yeah. get a ghost tour in the middle of the night going down the street. You don't do ghost yeah. tours here. There's no, like, come stay the night to stay with ghosts. They don't want you there at night. They they say, do not be here because That's it's cursed. Worse. It's cursed and you will die. <laughs> like you, That's worse. They don't, they don't market it as much as, like, other places around the world. But they you want to be fucking liable. Yeah, no. They, uh, but it definitely feels, there's a bad feeling in the air. Um with this like paranoia too there there's like a ton of accounts of people feeling like they're being followed like there's people around them following them and they'll look around and they're the only one going in this direction or you see there's shadows moving uh, like with you uh people say they see movement in buildings and you go and peer in and there's nothing um i think i'd rather drown yeah no it's bad uh locals often report that because there are people that stay nearby to the fort um Mm -hmm. there's no way for people like to really do that if you're a tourist and that's why people usually try to sneak in and stay the night and then die Um, (laughs) and then die there are lots of reports of really strange noises echoing out of the fort at night specifically at night so like screams and shouts but also just like yeah like growls or roars um it's the babadook (laughs) it's a dinosaur what if it's a tiger they do live next to a tiger sanctuary what if it's just a tiger roaring 
But yeah. That's not fun for the narrative. No, but they hear like screams and stuff. And whether this is like a tourist who snuck in or like a ghost or something, you can't find out because you can't go in to look for someone. Uh, uh, Like I said, people claim to have seen the beautiful princess, the beautiful girl wandering, uh, usually in temples or the palace, especially in the palace, you'll see Mm -hmm. this female figure. So people you know it's not that far of a logical leap to say the girl in the palace dressed nice is the princess that died here like uh there are no pictures of her from from what i could find but it's safe to say the the regal looking woman is probably (laughs) the princess it's not that much of a jump of logic yeah um there was also one of the only specific ghosts i could find like i said there wasn't that many like when you do hotels and stuff there they'll be named ghost they'll be like oh sarah does this um there weren't that many named ghosts or specific like ghosts you could go look for it's just a lot of like shadows and like figures of people and that's probably you know a lot of people just say so many people Mm -hmm. lost their lives here it kind of just leads to a lot of ghosts doing whatever but there was a strapped (laughs) oh uh uh a strange amount of reports of this young boy in the fort, oh. uh, and he's almost always seen peering out of a window at you. Hate that. Uh, that one window, it was, like, barred both ways, so, like, it had wood going. Yeah. It was, like, I don't know. They pointed out that it was, like, a barred in a, like, checkerboard pattern window, mm-hmm. and they could see a, a young kid just staring out at them, but then when they looked inside, there was no one there and there's tons of reports of this kid usually looking out of a window but sometimes like standing in a doorway just (sighs) staring at you i would lose my fucking mind um and it'll be like there was a couple of times where it was it was more than one person saw it at the same time like people in like groups of two or three have gone and like looked in a building like why is there just some little kid lost in there no little kid and that was like one of the more reoccurring ghost stories i could find um but like i said there's not we don't know who it is no there's no name tied to it either it's just just a child just the boy that's sometimes in a window um no but yeah like that's what i say it was super weird to hear something called the most haunted place in the world and not have so many like ghost like staple ghosts like it didn't have like come try to see and do this weird thing in the temple or like there wasn't stories of people trying to play ball with the little kid like we see a lot here like we've talked a lot with the hospitals yeah. especially you can usually play, play with, with ghosts them. there was not that many like i couldn't find stories like that for the fort it was just a lot of just really bad paranoia uh like shadow figures have also been reported yeah. here so you'll see like shadow people moving through the city in other areas that no one's in um people feel like especially going through doorways you feel this like awful sense Mm. of entering into somewhere you're not supposed to be yeah um (laughs) and just bad vibes all around uh there's also moving doors uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially in like a lot of the the like i've said a ton some of these buildings are crazy well preserved so but you'll hear creaky doors open which is just horror movie level of just i don't need that to happen while i'm looking around a cool temple (laughs) um footsteps 
and then you want mm. footsteps coming towards you or going away from you and you can never really find the source or like you you hear footsteps inside of a building and you go in and no I one's there that. um but yeah i was so sad that i couldn't find specific ghost no yeah but i think the curses bring enough to the the table but it's like at that point it's like also the difference with the hospitals it's like with i feel like in spots where there's a lot of torment like spirits just can't move on Mm -hmm. whereas with something like this they just aren't allowed to yeah so like i wonder if there's just a concentration of just more of them that's what i was saying i think it's just so much happens that it just leads to uneasiness and you don't see this yeah. one freaky thing happen and like really pinpoint it on it like the the boy in the window doesn't even get a name because there's so many other things you see in the windows mm-hmm. <laughs> like um i don't like that kid i don't like that kid yeah and like there's not that many specific ghosts but there are a lot of pictures of like figures of not these two it's not the little kid or the princess it's just a figure of someone uh emily i fucking hate that youtube videos you can sometimes see stuff in the background stop Uh, those were fun to watch i'll try to link some of them those are the worst ones because it's like you're clearly like not pretending something up for views like if i'm seeing something in the background that you're not do you remember that sam and colby video where the little girl was just about to fucking say around the corner at the end of the hallway i think about that at oh. least twice a day and because for those of you who don't know what we're talking about it was a sam and kobe video where they went to the the boat right yeah queen mary they went to the queen mary and a bunch of shit happened in the background that these two dumb idiots didn't see i love them i love them and i love everything and the about people them. they went them. with are the ones who actually did a video of like looking back mm-hmm. at stuff we missed and they freaked out at that girl because a bunch of people were like tagging them on twitter it was like hey you did not notice this happen in the background yeah like look at these shits that are moving look at this girl that peeked around the corner to look at it's you it's so weird it's one of the she like she's not like steps into the hallway and not she like playfully peeks around the corner and she has this it's long disgusting. black hair it's weird and it's at the end of a hallway that doesn't lead to rooms mm-hmm. like the, the most haunted room is the last one on that hallway awful disgusting if it's so, happening in the background stuff like that um stop i didn't watch too many you look videos in the background and see a little boy but oh my god if i looked in the background of a video i saw a boy in a window i'd throw my phone <laughs> um but yeah that is the the fort the i always forget how to say the name i have to stare at it the the bangkok <laughs> fort that's damn i'm the whole time you were talking, I just kept having those images of, like, running around an abandoned town at night. Yeah, and it's, like... And getting lost. It's not even a town. It's, like, these these old, old buildings. They're made of stone and brick. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's ancient architecture, which already so is just... Scary. <laughs> so much history happens somewhere. You already, like, are in awe of the place. Mm-hmm. But to know it's, like, got a bad curse surrounding it, like, cursed temples and stuff, it's just even if there's nothing there the paranoia enough is enough like it makes stuff happen yeah any little why thing would that you ha- want to go there at night <laughs> that all these people trying to sneak in at night i'm out before the sun even like hits the horizon that sign says if you get out yeah okay i'm good it's like that's not a ghost bro that's a curse yeah no and like that is a terrifying story of they didn't see mm-hmm. a ghost that's not why that story was scary they got hurt and like almost got to freedom and then a freak car accident winds up killing all of them 
I don't like that it like, that's curse activity away a little bit and then came back. Curse I don't like activity. That. Curse activity is the name of this week's episode. Minor love potion activity. Versus gonna curse. have like six or seven active six or seven alternative titles. Damn. I think it's also that's- a a cool concept that this one is known as a super haunted place on the planet. Like it was in quite a few of those lists. But yeah. it's, like, a different version of, like, the westernized yeah. ghost stories. It revolves around curses and religion more than our, mm-hmm. like, you see a spooky man at the end of the hallway. It's um, a demon. Yeah, or, like, stuff, like, demonic stuff. It, mm-hmm. it, it the, the curse part, I think, is a really cool aspect of the... It's a different kind of ghost story. Because it's almost like it's less about the ghosts and more about like there's an energy yeah like something else is at work because if it's a curse it's not like a person that's what like it's not even like a demon a lot of the articles like said like you feel world. something you feel off here that makes me itchy <laughs> anyway do you want to go <laughs> a little i but read we somewhere can't stay the night we can't let our friends be like, oh, pussies, we gotta do it because we'll die. I read somewhere that you might have to get, like, special permission to go. Not, like, from the government or anyone, but, like, it can't be flooded with people. You know, they don't mm-hmm. want it super crowded. But they also don't want people that are, like, sketchy to come and try to stay the night. Yeah. So, like, you can't bring a backpack full of supplies that obviously looks like you're trying to stay the night. Uh, so there might be restrictions on what you can bring. But for the most part, it seems pretty accessible it is far from towns though you do have to drive away out from any like major cities um there are little towns along the way like you can get gas in your car (laughs) but but it's not it's out there i don't like that the idea of being that far away because you do have to get back before the sun goes down also yeah you can also go see the other fort too a jobs fort i want to (laughs) see is his fort just not cursed I don't think so. I've never done Just casually anything. not cursed next to the casually cursed one. <laughs> I think so. I, I think, think everyone moved so over there. I also think the weirdest part about it is the roofs. Yeah, that you're caving in and can't you, rebuild. You just can't rebuild them? And people say none of the houses have roofs on them. You can go and look. Not a single house has a roof on it. Like how? <laughs> And why only the roofs? You would think that, like, if they were built out of the same material, the walls would have collapsed, too. No, but just the... Roofs crazy. gone. Dude. That was a lot. That was a good one. It involved a I've rock heard of that. falling in love. Dude. <laughs> that rock falling in love was the highlight <laughs> I was of your story. so excited when I read that version of The Curse. I was like, I have to hit with that one he fell in love the rock uh, falls in love it was a good love potion at least <laughs> it worked <laughs> it worked so but at what cost the moral of the story is don't break your promises and don't accidentally kill someone by making a rock fall in love with them or do that or yeah your house might get cursed but don't curse people yeah maybe that's the story the moral if you like there's no benefit i think making promises okay like the hermit in the hut it was he he was allowed to make 
a, a condition for them building yeah. on his land. But Carson to show people, up to his he, home. He knew he didn't have a chance with that princess. So he made he's an incel. <laughs> he's an incel. That's like the medieval version of shooting up someone. <laughs> I guess yeah, so. This geode is so cool. Got it. Whoa. It's like lumpy space princess. No, it's like bubbly. Yeah. Little bubbles. Wow. Well, now what? <laughs> Do you feel cursed? I'm a little uneasy. I'm going to curse you. I think that's Stop. what I'm going to do. Stop. I'm going to learn how. One of my podcast already episodes, ruined. <laughs> I'm just going to like sit down and be like, all right, today I learned how to curse people and I will be cursing people. <laughs> you just start rattling off the names of the people in the Discord. Yeah, they listen to it. It's already too late. <laughs> it's everyone except Noki because Noki <laughs> inherits the podcast. Yeah, we have to keep Noki alive. <laughs> Noki is gonna inherit the podcast when Scientology ends up putting a hit out on us. Yeah, dude. I thought I thought they had us when that billboard popped up. I was like, they're moving in. I'm done. Yesterday, so 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 so. I've mentioned her before. She's one of my new coworkers. I'm gonna bleep her name, but mm-hmm. amazing. Um, we were talking about her research because it's getting published and it just it melted into a, a lot of conversation like we went from talking about her research to mental health and all this stuff and then we started talking about ghosts very fun <laughs> and we started telling all these ghost stories and she was telling us that her old house used to be stupid haunted and that everyone in her family had like the same story they just didn't realize they all had the same story until years later oh that's awful it was like there it was in the basement and like you had to round a corner to get to the i think it was the laundry room and everyone would always see like a shadow run across the wall that's and like gross she had like light bulbs explode like all this random shit and she was like yeah and it followed me like when i moved to my first apartment it followed me but I think I'm safe now because, like, I got rid of a bunch of, like, my old couch and all that stuff. And I shit you not, like, while we were talking about it. So there's these boxes. They're, like, long and, like, semi-wide but, like, thin. They're full of the plastic bags that we put customer stuffs in. So they're heavy. Mm-hmm. And they were stacked on top of each other. And they'd been like that for weeks, like, right behind the door. So no amount of opening and closing the door had done anything. They were right up against the supply shelf. Um, as she was talking about it, they all fell. Oh, that's awful. And we all had like a mini heart attack. Um, and Natalie was like, oh my God, it's me. Oh my God, it's me. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my God, it's you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like you have a ghost attached to you. And I was like, it's giving very much Sam and the midnight man was like you're gonna have to like do one of those burning rituals oh yeah like the whole origin series they did where they like went back home to like get rid of some of the the bad stuff they had acquired over their their years accumulated yeah but yeah you know it's bad when you gotta like refresh your ghost accumulation (laughs) 
when you've got to clear your cookies. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> your ghost cookies. And then keep ghost hunting. No, literally. But yeah, it was scary. That Yeah, that's terrifying. It was. <laughs> well, how are you? <laughs> Good. Should we end this episode? Um, I think so. We don't have any more stories to tell. I mean, we also have to record another one later, so. That too. Don't want to talk too much. Yeah, we'll run out of talking points for later. Yeah, I'm a very boring person. (laughs) We only have so many stories. (laughs) I only have so many mini anecdotes that I remember. Like, I'm eventually gonna start repeating myself. Yeah. And then someone in the Discord is gonna roast me. Mac, you already told that story. Shut up. (laughs) I know. I only have so many. I know I've already retold stories. Some of them I I say, like, I know I already said this, but I'm saying it again. And they can't stop me because it's our podcast. (laughs) Sometimes I need a memory refresh. Yeah, I know. Of my own stories. I just like to hear them again. I like to hear myself talk. (laughs) Anyway, follow us on everything instagram tiktok join the discord we have not updated the google drive in like 15 episodes and i don't see it happening anytime soon yeah it'll happen one day it's all in our link tree in our instagram bio if there's a specific thing you would like to see that we mention ask in the discord because it might be a while before we remember to do the google drive um but like if we mention a link or something that you want to see sooner than that just ask i will gladly go find it for you join our google nope join our discord we have a great time in there and we talk a lot (laughs) something in my room just fell that's a ghost no yeah i'm uncomfortable (laughs) i don't know what the fuck it was anyway <laughs> goodbye um goodbye and good night yo that scared the piss out of me